Bonjour, y'all. My name is Allison Saclou, and I'm the host of Alley in France. This is the perfect podcast for anyone thinking of moving to France, traveling to France, a lover of French culture, or a Francophile in general, which is my case. I will be having weekly podcasts, but if you want to be in the know about everything French, I urge you, I insist that you head on over to my Instagram page where I post daily recipes, travel tips, and interesting insights about living in and traveling around the French countryside. My Instagram is Saclou. that's A-L-Y-S-A-C-L-E-U-X, that's at Saclou on Instagram. I've also included a link in the show notes, so you can just click on that. Hit that subscribe button so you'll get the notifications when I publish our episodes. And if you subscribe, I hope you enjoy it. I think this is actually going to be our first travel edition podcast because we're traveling technically right now. Technically, we're traveling. I mean, we (laughs) traveled yesterday about a little less than two hours. Mm by through icy snowy mountainy <laughs> roads um to get to the little village of S- Saint Nectaire. Did I say it right? Yes, you did. Did I say did. it right? <laughs> Which is actually just south um what is it? South west of Clermont-Ferrand and it's also a well-known cheese in France, because you can get the pasteurized milk version, mm-hmm. or you can get the farmer Saint Nectaire Fermier, mm-hmm. the farmer uh, non pasteurized milk version. Um, it's surprisingly, it's a tiny little village, which was apparently, from what we've discovered by looking around, a thermal city. Can you say that? Or spa? Well, it was named, known for its thermal baths. Thermal bath as as early as the antiquities. Well, I was looking around and it said, it, does antiquities, is that, does that mean like the same as Roman times? Yeah. Because it said, Pretty okay. much, yeah. yeah so it's famous for its thermal baths as far back as Roman times. Right, which is why the, the actually the hotel where we are has... The name of the spa within that hotel is called the Roman Bath. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, so we said it was about an hour and a half, an hour and less than two hours from mm-hmm. where we live. Uh, we live in the southern part of the Massif Central, mm-hmm. and this is the heart of the Massif Central. And for those who don't know what that is, it's actually the oldest. Volcanic area in in France of dormant volcanoes, or they've been dormant for millions of years. <laughs> so yeah, they're um, they're not about to wake up. So because they've been dormant for millions of years, but it is the the mountain chain was formed by volcano, and so it's the 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 mountain chain is called the old uh, volcanoes of Auvergne. 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 And Auvergne is the re- region. Region, mm-hmm. yeah. And back in Roman times, they called it the Arverne. 
So I'll just have to take your word for it because I can barely say Auvergne. I know, but they have a lot of <laughs> a lot of the names of uh, villages and towns around here uh, because they date back in Ga uh, Gaul in the times when France was called the Gaul, mm -hmm. G A U L. Uh, they have Gallic names and Roman names, and so a lot of them. So then you have both names for the towns. You have the new French one, and then you have the old Gaul names. No, actually, they, they, some, some of them have either translated their name into French, mm -hmm. but a lot of them have just kept the original uh, Roman name or Gallic name. Uh, but here in Saint-Nectaire, Saint-Nectaire is Saint-Nectaire, basically. <laughs> um, but how about the... How about the um, Puy de Dome uh, Departement, is that, is that French or is that Roman? Well, that's French. Okay. That's French, but it's also, it's one of the names of one of the ancient volcano. Oh, okay. uh, because, um, uh, which is basically more or less means a caldera. So, and uh, because since there are a bunch of them around here, um, fortunately for us, when we left the interstate uh, from which we came, there was only, what, about 30-minute drive, 20-minute drive mm -hmm. to get to Saint-Nectaire. Yeah, it was pretty short, but the road was pretty icy because it was in the shade of the, of the volcanoes. So even though there were, it was sunny outside, the road was hadn't thawed out yet, and we were behind a tractor <laughs> and everybody behind us was pissed off and honking, but we weren't about to pass the tractor because the road was so icy and super curvy. Yeah. And also it was icy because it was like 33 degrees Fahrenheit, one degree Celsius. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's in the shade. So of mm -hmm. course nothing is going to melt. And as we discovered outside today, it's still the same thing. The, the parking lot where we parked <laughs> it's yesterday like a skating rink. is like a skating <laughs> ring. I mean, it, there's like a boatload of, of ice on our windshield. And it's like, it's almost like the parking lot doesn't see the sun mm -mm. at all throughout the day. No. So, no, it was like we both wore our fancy city slicker boots that are... Uh, flat on the bottom and have no slippery. grips. <laughs> yeah, we walk like penguins. <laughs> um, so I know we touched on the San Nectar cheese just a little bit. So actually the area around us is really the geographical heart of France. Um, and the places where the cows are set out to pasture, or sorry, the pastures where the cows graze are actually under deep snow during the winter time. And then during the summer, it gets a lot warmer here. So it actually adds like a different flavor to the cow's milk than you would have in other places of France. Also, that's good for wine growing. But <laughs> yes or no? I mean, you did like the white wine we had last night. Yeah, but I mean, the server did say that the local red wine doesn't have <clears throat> doesn't have the texture or the taste that it should have because mm -hmm. 
Um, it might just be too cold or too mountainous um, for proper grape growing when it comes to red wine. I don't know. I'm not a wine specialist mm -hmm. or a wine... Uh, or maybe it needed to be aged more or something yeah, like know. that. They haven't perfected their... The red wines. Their red wine making game. Yeah, but their white wine we had last night went really well with the cheese because um, you'll notice or you might have already heard, but when you're traveling through France and you're eating a cheese from a certain region, like um, say you're having a fondue, you should actually have a wine from the similar region or from the same region because the wine and the cheese complement each other a lot. So that's what we did last night. We tried their white and we liked it. Um, the Senecter cheese comes from the Salaire cows, uh, which has an interesting co color itself. And Senecter, the outside of it, it's grayish purple. Um, and it can be covered with either white and yellow or red mold spots, just depending on the wild grasses that the Salaire Am I saying that right? Yeah, Salaire cows. Salaire cows. It's S-A-L-E-R-S. Um, just depending on what they eat during the summer and autumn. And the whole cheese is only about eight inches in diameter. So it kind of um, has the shape of brie, but it is thicker with a grayish exterior. And if you like creamy, milky cheeses, you're going to like Saint-Nectaire. It goes really good with like fruits, veggies, olives, breads, salami. So And all kinds of cold cuts. Um, it's, it's known as an AOC cheese. AOC is uh, Appellation d'Origine Contrôlée, uh, which basically has a stringent list of things that they need to, that the farmers and the cheesemakers need to follow in order to keep that label, which guarantees uh, quality and safety, um, actually, in, in terms of consumption. Uh, because um, because food in France and in Europe in general and in France in particular is a serious business, mm -hmm. and um, and it's one that governments are committed to protect. So they want to make sure that the quality is always the same and that people can rely on it without having uh, without getting sick or anything like mm -hmm. this and it's pretty uh yeah it's basically it's like protecting their brand it's protecting their brand and their reputation so it's very very tight and um, well i mean they have qualifications like the type of cow that it comes from so senectera can only come from cellar cows and they can only be within this a certain region kind of like um when we were talking about Rockford cheese or champagne or cognac mm -hmm. for that mm -hmm. matter i mean yeah. france were the they were the first to to initiate this type of regulation back in more than 100 years ago back in 1919 where they had the uh, law for the protection of the place of origin which is called AOC appellation d'origine contrôlée and um, and like you were just saying if you don't have the specifics of the origin, you cannot call your product, you know, Roquefort or Saint-Nectaire or, or Champagne or, champagne or yeah. Cognac. I mean, you can still make it, but it would be called like... Sparkling wine. Sparkling wine. Or brandy. 
or brandy or or instead of Rockford cheese, it be it could be called um I know some people call it Bleu du Cosse. So it's yeah, just Bleu d'Auvergne, Bleu de Cosse, Blue Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, so you can still make it, but you just can't have the AOC label on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that we've talked about the cheese, we'll talk about our hotel a little bit. We're staying at the Hotel Mercure, um, which has a spa, a restaurant and breakfast. Um, we liked it because it had breakfast included, which is really nice and kind of hard to find in hotels in France. Sometimes they want to, it's like, sometimes they want to charge like $20 for breakfast. I'm like, Really, guys, it's just bread and coffee. Like, we're not, <laughs> it's not a huge brunch buffet here. But um, there's a gym and an indoor pool that's heated. There's also an outdoor pool, but obviously, as we spoke about it being icy and super cold outside, the outdoor pool, pool isn't um, operational at the moment. We definitely, we hopped in the um, sauna yesterday and then we're going to use and the steam room. And we're going to use the steam room today for a little while. Even though I don't like the steam room as much, it just, it's too hot for me. Um, so for the two night stay with breakfast included, which actually was a pretty good breakfast. Yeah, bread. I was, I was. I mean, pleasantly surprised. I know because they they actually had eggs and bacon and sausage mm-hmm. and bread and pastries and yeah, because the server was super nice and he would cook the uh, eggs and sausage and, and bacon, bacon yeah. to to order. So it was actually a good spread, and for that two night package, we paid about three hundred and sixty euros, which mm-hmm. is a little uh, above four hundred dollars at the current exchange rate. And for that, um, you were also, what included to that was a 20 minute uh, hydro massage Mm -hmm. bed and um, a superior room, which is just a regular room that's been renovated. Um, But it's actually a nice and and pleasant and spacious, Mm -hmm. more spacious than some of the hotels we've stayed in before. Um, it also includes a one-hour steam room and the unlimited access to the indoor pool and sauna mm-hmm. area. So yeah. it's, it's, it's actually pretty good. I mean, it, and it's, it's in one of those old uh, turn of the 20th century building that's been renovated. Yeah. And so it's, it's like the dining room area and the <gasps> breakfast area. Looks I'm like obsessed. a grand ballroom. I'm obsessed with the dining room area and the, yeah, it does look a, like an old ballroom. And I'm going to upload the pictures and the videos of it on Instagram and probably link it below because I just can't get over how beautiful how beautiful the ballroom is. And Patrick makes fun of me. He's just like, do you just want to build an apartment here? And yes, I do. The ceilings are how how tall would you say the things are I like would say 20 foot ceilings yeah they're I mean, huge it's... and they're super ornate yeah. um they're super decorative they went all out i think in the sitting room like where you can have cocktails before you walk into the restaurant uh it's decorated with kind of like grape vines and bunches of grapes like at the top of the ceiling and then the ballroom where you actually have um, like breakfast and dinner has a completely different decoration. So whoever built this place definitely 
definitely went all out and took their time to make it way um, more ornate than, you know, the things we built today. But um, since Patrick didn't want to participate in the spa things, I actually <laughs> For you. really enjoyed myself. Um, yesterday, we checked in, um, and then I had an appointment at like three o'clock for like a 35 minute body wrap and it was actually super awesome because the wrap was with um beeswax or let me see if i can say this in french cire d'abeille cire d'abeille and uh canandula i i think that's like some ax um some extract or candula. Calendula. Calendula? Mm-hmm. I can never say that word. <laughs> it would be easier for me if they use lavender. It's I'm used to lavender. Oh, okay. <laughs> but because when I came back, you were like, you smell weird. It was probably that. Okay. Um, after the body wrap, um, which I fell asleep during, I got a 50-minute massage. And then a shiatsu facial massage, which we booked. And I didn't really know what it was um until I was getting it and I feel like it was really just like a lymphatic drainage and circulation massage because the first thing she did was she started putting pressure behind my collarbone to like activate lymphatic drainage which was really cool and um really I feel like overall it just you know improved the circulation and the, definitely the tone of my skin and I fell asleep during that, which Patrick laughs at me because he's like, how can you fall asleep with somebody touching your face? <laughs> but um, and then afterwards, I had the hydro massage bed, which I thought, I really, I honestly thought that hydro massage beds, I thought it was going to be like wet the whole time. I thought I was going to get hosed down. <laughs> well, that wasn't it? No. Oh. No, no, no. It was more like a waterbed. Oh. So you lay on a waterbed and you put your feet into these little um into this little contraption that holds your feet in place because um you know your feet and your legs are lighter and then she put like weights over my legs kind of like a weight belt like for diving she put that over my legs so my legs didn't like fly up in the air and then there were jets that just came up and like massaged my back my neck um my lumbar a little bit and there's the option she she gave me the option of doing my legs my lumbar my back or my shoulders and I just said my whole back and I'm glad that I did because otherwise if I would have had those jets like on my shoulders and on my neck the whole time it would have given me a headache because it so was you like were with the whole time then no I wasn't it's like a water bed the water is underneath the bed you know you know a water bed from the 80s yeah, yeah, yeah like back in the day when those things were cool so it's a water <laughs> bed and then the jets come up from underneath and they just jet water through the through the it doesn't get you wet but it just jets water like underneath the bed it goes up and down your body so yeah i did not end up getting soaking wet <laughs> okay and while you were doing that i <laughs> Actually, you went exploring. I went exploring, but exploring was pretty (laughs) quick because at this time of the year, almost everything is closed. 
but I did find a um, pastry fine shop, you know, like fine uh, grocery stop uh, uh, shop with local products products which is always um, fun to discover yeah i mean they have you know the, one of the specialty in the area is green lentils mm-hmm. um that are really really awesome and really good for you and so i might just go back when this afternoon and, and get some more i was gonna say i think we should buy some you didn't buy any yet no not yet. Oh, okay i think you i want to buy I, some because i love lentils but i did find a dry a cured sausage with the sanitaire cheese mm-hmm. that we had yesterday. Oh, that and, was super uh, yummy. I didn't know that that was fl- flecks of cheese in the sausage. I yeah. thought it was just fat. And I was like, oh, this is no, really that fatty. Was, that was cheese, um, the one we had with the um, the puppy uh, flavored wine. Sparkling which, wine. Sparkling wine, which was kind of weird and very, very <laughs> pink. And I didn't know if I was going to like it, but... Actually, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, the because we're used to pink champagne here in France, but when you pour pink champagne, um, the foam of the champagne isn't ever pink. It's always white. So Patrick was pouring this poppy-flavored sparkling wine out of the bottle, and the foam was like hot pink, and so was the wine. And we just kind of looked at each other, and we didn't know if you had accidentally bought like some Boone's level, <laughs> like, um, what do you got, like convenience store wine? I know. <laughs> we but, no, that wasn't too bad. And, and how did you get this wine cold in this wonderful room that doesn't have a refrigerator? Uh, just put it on the balcony. I mean, <laughs> right. the balcony is on the north side, which is completely frozen. Uh, north side of the mountain, completely mm-hmm. frozen. It's overlooking the frozen, <laughs> solid uh, pool that has a tarp covered cover. Um, and I thought, you know what? That's probably the best mm-hmm. place to yeah. keep things cold. Exactly. And we didn't finish it. So it's... It's we, still there. Yeah, we put a cup on top of it. Just so no insects <laughs> or birds, hopefully, would find their way into it. I don't think any insects can survive in this weather right oh, now. Oh, okay. I don't know. But there are some meandering rodents, yeah. like squirrels and things like that. But I don't think they would be attracted to flavored wine. You mean alcoholic uh, <laughs> rodents? <laughs> <laughs> it is France. There is a lot of wine. Okay. <laughs> But, I mean, we tasted that last night um, when you got back right before dinner because we had the munchies. Mm-hmm. And um, and at dinner, we decided to share um, an appetizer of uh, smoked salmon. and which, which was good. Which was really good. Yeah, it was served on like a little cracker and then... A it, blinis. A, a blinis. Oui. I think I would call it a Bellini. That's how I would sound it out. But okay. a Bellini is a drink. I know that. Bellinis, it's called in But French. it's like kind of a thick crepe. It's a Norwegian <laughs> pancake, basically. I don't know. I'll have to ask my Norwegian family. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, and it came with like a, a nice salad um, with watercress and like chopped cherry tomatoes around it. So that was like a nice light way to start the meal. Because we looked at the dinners and we knew that they were going to be heavy duty. So we didn't want anything heavy duty for an appetizer. And then what did you end up having, Mama? Truffade. Um, Truffade is, uh, they're actually using the local cheese, the Saint-Nectaire. 
mixed in with um, uh, truffles. truffles and potatoes and they just bake that. Um, sometimes they'll add in a little piece of uh, chopped up bacon bits, mm-hmm. I mean bacon or lard as we call it here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. But it's not smoked bacon like American no, bacon. No, 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 no. But I didn't feel that there was any... But it was it was just fine. It was perfect with a nice also salad. Mm-hmm. And did you, you know. have a little bit of charcuterie also? Was there a oh, little yeah, bit yeah, of? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was um, there was a little bit of salami and uh, cured um, ham, country ham, mm-hmm. and so that was really um, that was really really yummy. Yeah, and then I ended up having the. Uh, local cheese as well, but I ended up having it as a fondue, and then they served that. So they served the cheese in a s- small, shallow dish, really, really piping hot, and then so I would just dip my potato in it, and then um, cut up a little bit of the cornichon or the tiny pickle, and eat it with that. And mine also came with a salad and a little bit of charcuterie, and then. As we said before, we definitely tried the white wine from here and we skipped dessert because when you have that much cheese for <laughs> when you have that much cheese for for dinner, yeah, you don't want dessert. Um and yeah, we already talked about breakfast a little bit. That was super good. Um the town, as Patrick mentioned before, it's small. We looked I looked it up on Wikipedia and it says that there's like as of 2015 there were 716 people here. So I think I think that's pretty small area. But um I bet during the summers it fills up and people come to their country homes because there's some country homes like on either side of the mountain here. They that look really, really big. They're all like two story and they look like they could be anywhere from like five to eight bedrooms. Like they look huge. So um the small the spa town that we're in, um, along the river, it's called Saint Nectaire Leba. Um and Leba or Luba. 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 Means the bottom one. Yeah, the bottom one. Um Although it was established as a thermal spa back in Roman times, um, it was just later developed as a health destination in the 19th century. So um, people come here for treatments. I remember talking to one of um, my girlfriends from France, and she said that every year she would go to a spa to a thermal spa for um, at least seven days, and it was covered by the Secu or the the security social yeah the health insurance the health insurance the national health insurance so it would cover cover all of her treatments for her arthritis um and all she had to pay was like for the hotel or the airbnb that she stayed at um but she would basically just get health treatments in the in the spa for free for seven nights which i love that idea yeah, and what they told us last night is that this town, COVID hasn't been nice to this oh, town. Oh, I know. Because in the past, they used to have many more hotels and a casino. And the actually COVID had basically contributed to the closure of a couple of hotels and the closure of the casino. 
mm-hmm. um, which is really, really sad because I'm sure it, it brought a lot of business from nearby um, along, along with from the uh, local, uh, I mean, from tour- tourists. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like health, health spa tourists, right, or thermal, exactly. thermal bath tourists, they would bring money into the, to the super tiny town. And, yeah. and because right now, uh, right now it's pretty quiet because we're right before the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. During the Christmas season, because there are several ski resorts nearby and the snow has been falling for the past two weeks. And it hasn't it hasn't um, gotten warm enough to melt it yet. Right. So it's the snow has been accumulating for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then because there is what one, two, three ski resorts nearby, mm-hmm. uh, they're probably expecting a pretty busy Christmas season, mm-hmm. which is one of the the reason one of the hotel restaurant is reopening later on this week yeah, after seven. we leave after we leave um, <laughs> yeah the the pickings are a little bit slim for dining but right. that's fine we're only here for two nights yeah exactly yeah but i mean i think it's a cute village i would love to come here during summer just to see what it looks like when um you In know shorts <laughs> in shorts <laughs> or like when the flowers are out and when the trees actually have leaves because right now it's a little bit more brown than green but and I'd actually like to come back the same time next year because I love um the awesome deal that I got on the spa treatments and the food is good and the service at the hotel is nice the lady in the spa is super sweet and yeah I've just had a really good experience with the locals they just make me want to come back how about you yeah so yeah, far, so good. Definitely do it again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a wrap on our review about um, this hotel, this destination. We really love it. Um, and yeah, we will see you guys next time. Oh, I mean, say it now. I had paused it. Oh, au revoir. Au revoir. Au did, I say, did I say it right? But oui. Au revoir. Au revoir. It feels weird in my mouth. The R's <laughs> in French, just they feel weird in my mouth still. Yeah, you'll get used to it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, we did. And if you like this episode, please don't forget to click the subscribe button. If you have a friend that would enjoy it, please share it with them. I know this is how I garner a lot of my information. If you have any ideas or would like to be interviewed on the podcast, please feel free to send us an email at transplantedtofrance at gmail.com Or you can get in touch with me on Instagram, which I'll be leaving my handle in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening. Au revoir.